When Stars Align is a weekly half-hour podcast where we unite different zodiac signs and talk about popular topics and current events happening around the world. JJ and Medulica, thank you for coming on today. What up, See, there we go. Ah. The energy I need during Pisces right. season. Let's start with some vocal warm-up yeah. sessions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you guys are both Pisces, obviously. Yeah. And I'm going to talk a lot today about what that means and especially how that correlates with being an actor because mm. you guys are very similar. And mm. it, you'll, you guys will see. All right. So according to a brief internet dive that I did, Oh, God. <laughs> Pisces are the most rapt about zodiac sign. Did you guys know really? that? I didn't yeah. know that. I'm not surprised, but one of my favorite songs by The Dream is "Shoddy You to Shit." Shoddy is to shit. Hey to shit. Shoddy you to shit. Hey to shit. Oh yeah. He raps that Pisces are feisty, and I always say this to you, Medulica. So, question number one: Do you think that The Dream is right? Yeah, I would, um, I would definitely consider myself feisty. I have a lot of high energy. Um, I don't know if that's, you know, related to the water of being Pisces. There's some kind of elemental thing. Water every, science. Actually, every Pisces I know. I've actually read a lot about Pisces being super, like, mellow and emotional and in touch that's with what their... I assume. I think Pisces, you guys have a chaotic energy, but we'll get into that. Maybe Number it's water, two. you know, on a good day, it's chilled out. That's true. to sleep in, like I'm me, never and chill. then on a wild I know. day. I'm always on chill. You are always on 10, JJ. What does being a Pisces mean to you? What does it mean to me? Mm-hmm. Oh, it means the world to me, being I a Pisces. Now. It's just, I just wake up every morning. I'm just thankful for being a Pisces. I hate first you. And foremost. It just means everything <laughs> to be able to walk my walk and be a Pisces while I do it. What is, what um, is being a Pisces? What is walking the walk of a Pisces? You know what's crazy? I'm going to be completely honest with you. You don't know. We can be honest. Mm-hmm. Can be honest. Can be honest on Let's be honest. I was never a big, not an advocate, but I was never a big believer in the whole Zodiac. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, like, like what, it, what it comes down to is you asshole or not. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like that's that's what it is. People are like, oh, what's your name, Jordan? And then if I make a certain decision, they'll be like, okay, what's your sign? Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that makes sense. And I'm like, maybe I just decided to do that because that's the type yeah. of person. Right, I'm right, like. right. I feel like people correlate things when, they, when, when it makes sense. So, mm-hmm. so it's like if I make a decision or, it or whatever. validates you. There's a lot of stuff I don't give a shit about. And there's I know. A lot of Every shit time I, I call this man about anything, he goes, I don't care. Literally. I don't care. I'm like, I don't care. I'm like, like I, I know care, you do. Like, Pisces. No. I'm See, like, but everything else I didn't care about. But the one thing, because I'm a human being and I do care about some things, I don't think it has anything to do with me being a Pisces. You see, okay, I knew you guys were going to say this, especially you, but also <laughs> men, I think, okay. tend to believe in astrology less than women. I think statistically yeah. that's yeah. probably proven. That's probably right. And, um, yeah, obviously you're not going to be everything that your sign says you are, but you guys do really fit the bill. I think you do. And Pisces can be sensitive, as I was saying, but on the flip side, you guys are very emotionally aware. Yes. You know, I, I do, I, I feel like I have seen that a lot and I, where this idea where like, we're sensitive and emotional and raw, but I don't, you know, I think that's very, um. I've seen so many other people. Yeah, my this, mom this is sensitive, is, emotional, yeah. and raw. She's a Capricorn. Okay. Probably in a different way, though. Maybe. Yeah. But the way that fits the Capricorn way, right? It's when you were born. It's where you were born. And it's hmm. what time you were born. And that really does affect how you are as a person. That's why, like, for instance, I'm really like the person that we're meeting with next week, Lauren Tyler. 
she's a Gemini. Mm -hmm. And we're really similar in a lot of ways that fit the bill of Gemini. So you guys, as people will understand throughout this podcast episode, are very fucking similar in the way that you're just having this conversation. I'll take that. I'll receive it. It's a a compliment. Like you both are well-spoken, confident people. But I've also seen the side of you guys where you're very sensitive. Okay. Okay. So... Sorry, it's not to roast. All right. So I feel that it makes sense. You two are actors, obviously. Actors (laughs) love astrology too. Okay, great. Except for JJ. So we're going to get into what projects you guys are working on in a little bit. But while actors tend to be, if I'm wrong, the most confident people in the room, you guys are also the most insecure. Is this a shame? (laughs) Sensitive. No, listen, 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 listen. It also makes sense that you're both Pisces because those are two of the main opposing traits of your sign. I'm not saying every actor is like this. No, I get it. You get get that. That's a correlation. I will say this. As an actor, um, your job is to put yourself out there for the whole world to see, Mm -hmm. kind of, in a way. In a way that a lot of other professions. So you're opening yourself up to basically attention criticism depending on what it is you're doing the stories you're telling um and so there is that innate confidence of of um you know being able to do something like that and being able to take on something that is putting you on a stage Mm -hmm. and kind of like in front of the world but at the same time it's it's natural to have insecurities when you're doing something like that so i agree with what you're saying but i wouldn't i wouldn't I wouldn't compare that to being insecure. I would say vulnerable. Yes. Yes. Because okay. we have to do that. I'm not saying that I'm not insecure about stuff. I, once again, I don't think it's a Pisces shit. I think a lot of people are insecure about whatever the fuck they're insecure about. That, yeah. um, but I wouldn't say that I'm like, I'm like a trait of mine is insecurity. What about sensitive to critiques? No. I don't give a fuck. That's the, whole, that's the whole point. Okay. I mean, like, Cat Williams These has this comments quote. On my Wait, what is, I want to hear. What is the Cat Williams Cat quote? Williams has this quote, right? mm-hmm. and I live by it. And he, he said something was on his comedy special. He was like, he was talking to Flavor Flav. Love and him. he was like. Flavor Flav. And he was like, you don't give a fuck. Like, you know, people call you ugly and like all that shit. And he was like, mm-hmm. you know, all these women and they just use you for money. All this stuff. And then he said, Flavor Flav said, I don't give a fuck what they think. They got to pay me, boy. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's how I feel. Not like, it's not about money, but it's like, mm-hmm. I really don't give a fuck what people think about me. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm on a show or whatever, and then people are like, oh, I don't like this character or whatever. Yeah, like, I don't give a fuck what you right yeah. I play a villain on a show. Yeah. And everyone's like, wants to tear me apart. Yeah. And I'm like, hell yeah. Haters, Thank you. You're like, I love famous. it. And then also, it's like, I would, if, if they didn't hate me, that means I'm not good. Correct. That's so true. You got to have haters to be successful. My next question, why acting? Because it does take guts to do that and to pursue that profession. JJ, we'll start with you. Uh, mine was, okay, I'll, I'll be honest, because my mom, she didn't want me to act. Because my mom is also an actress. Mm-hmm. Um, but she didn't want me to act, not like on some not supporting shit, but she just knows like the, you know, it's tumultuous, like this journey. And um, she didn't want me to go through certain stuff and like, oh my God, because this is the profession of no. So it's like, you can have the best audition, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I say this to my friends all the time. If you work a nine to five job and you go to an interview and they say your resume is great, we love you, every positive thing, you're probably going to get that job. This is one of the, not the only job, but one of the few jobs where they can be like, we love you, you're great, and you never hear back asking nothing to do with that. So just emotionally, my mom didn't want me to do this. And I just was always like a class clown. 
And then, so like when I went to Arizona, I just knew that I wanted to be in entertainment and then transferred to SC. And then even with SC, the people consumed that I like was in theater and mm -hmm. I wasn't because I just wanted a backup plan because I know the road. So like majoring in communication, but I wasn't acting, but I was like doing Snapchat shit and people were like, dude, you're funny. You got to be on TV. And I was like, all right, man. I mean, if everybody's saying You are it, pretty fucking funny. If everybody say it, then it's like, fine. You know, I'm going to try it. So mm -hmm. I used to PA. So like I was scrubbing trailers. I was like, people would be assholes to me, like mm -hmm. all types of shit. But I was just like, it's the business. We shot a scene the other month in the same place I used to PA at. Are you and serious? it was crazy. It that was is crazy. a full circle yeah. moment. Like I almost cried. Like, Serendipity I made like a shit. whole video and I was like, don't ever let nobody tell you what you can oh. can't do. It was crazy. Like we were doing rehearsal for the mm -hmm. scene and they were like, Jordan. And I was like, hold on y'all. I'm just not even here right now. And they're like, yo, we gotta wait. Now hold on, just give me a second. Cause oh. I was like emotional because it was crazy. I used to like exactly. wash dishes in the same place. Yep. I was Been there too. Speaking of your, um, this idea of sensitivity and being yeah. emotionally aware. So I kind of always felt like a, a bit of an empath, like growing up mm -hmm. and I can relate to other people and their stories. And I always, um, wanted to tell stories and share different perspectives. I like, growing up and even now, and especially now is people don't always see the full side of things or the bigger picture of things. And I think, you know, it's some people's responsibility through storytelling to, um, you know, share the bigger picture and share both sides of something. And, and that's something that's always inspired me. Um, also just being, you know, a minority um, and yeah. having none of that really exist until recently now in, in, in the industry, I feel this big responsibility as someone who's emotionally aware, someone who can, um, you know, tell a story from different perspectives or understand mm -hmm. why people are a certain way. And I can, um, you know, be an actor in that way. I think it's really important for me to share and tell the stories that haven't been told, mm -hmm. kind of steer away from the same kind of stereotypes we see that divide people and, and really mm -hmm. work on bringing people together. So that's a huge reason. Um, I also just, yeah, I mean, like my whole life, I kind of just knew that there was nothing else I wanted to do other than perform. And so I, unlike you, I actually did major in acting <laughs> at USC, fight on, and uh, which was a blast. It was great, and uh, learned a lot from that, and have been doing it ever since, and don't regret it for a minute. To follow up with you, Medulica, what are some of the things that you are acting in, or how are how's the audition process? What are you working on right now? Right, so I'm currently on a YouTube show that is pretty popular. I play a um, a, a villainous. Uh, character I'm, I'm pretty do you want to plug the show um it's called darman and very popular so that has been a lot of fun recently i've you know met a lot of different kinds of people and it's what i really love about it is um there's kind of a stereotype that comes with this type of character that i play and it's usually a white blonde mm -hmm. girl and i am not that and i feel like it's you know there's something there where people can there's a message. The Regina George type, the, right? Correct. Yeah. And there's there's a message underneath where, you know, even though some of these stories are a little bit, you know, in your face kind mm -hmm. of like, so you don't really, I don't really get to explore or go into within yeah. the story. I mean, I do for myself, but within the story, kind of the background or like why this person might have become this way, why she treats other people this way. Mm -hmm. um, but there is a message also of like, oh, you know what? Like this isn't, like anyone can be this kind of person. Anyone can 
look a certain way and be a certain way it kind mm-hmm. of is like very open-minded in that sense which is what i love about it and what i what keeps me going what keeps me doing it i'm playing the iconic character jazz from the fresh prince of bel-air mm-hmm. a lot of questions people ask me especially in doing this they're like yo so like you know what did dj jazzy jeff say to you you know mm-hmm. in, in doing this and you know all this stuff and of course i'll talk to him but i mean not to be cliche but he was just like dude just just keep being you yeah because you know? that's that's the way i got the role i would say that you know, if you watch the show, you know, Uncle Phil calls him my homie Ali. Um, they are playing characters. Mm-hmm. Like in real life, they're not the characters that they are. Yeah. I would say with me, Jabari, like I'm just being me on screen. And Jabari's playing Will. Yes, Jabari's playing Will. Um, and we're just being us, yeah. really. I mean, the character is a, is a, a dude from Compton. Um obviously inner city Los Angeles that when Will touches down, you know, I kind of am a big brother. I can kind of like relate to him because I understand like coming from the hood, putting yourself in different environments, Mm -hmm. you know, and just being who you are and not changing. Um, And that's how I really grew up. Like I'm from Los Angeles. I got taken out of public school. My mom put me private. It was weird at first, but like just staying true to myself Mm -hmm. and all that. So the character is really me. Um, I would say that in the show, I am a, I say, like, I'm like Will's Jiminy Cricket. Like, you know, I'm like his conscience. I'm somebody that, like, he can talk to. Because even in regular life, you know, like, you have your best friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, you can get advice from your parents and all types of people. But your homies are the ones that. Yeah. Give you, you that be, authentic yeah, all that shit. I'm like, are you tripping? Or, like, whatever mm-hmm. the case is. And you're repri- So, obviously, you're reprising that role. But you are bringing your own flair to it. Yes. And who are your inspirations? And, JJ, following mm. up with you, who's your biggest inspiration? Mm. I know your uh, mom is a big one. Yeah, uh, you know, my mother is just because of the journey. But she put, like, when my dad left, mm-hmm. you know, because of this journey, it's not, like, always I'm booking, booking. So, but you have to have a steady source of income, you know, mm-hmm. a child. So she was doing, like, a lot of, not odd jobs, but she was, like, a motivational speaker for, like, this college. She was a substitute teacher and, like, putting me through Brentwood and all these things that, like, really I couldn't afford. Yeah. And then so when I right when I graduated SC is when she started acting again and she's been like booming ever since. It's just a testament to like I love that you guys have kind of started booming together too. Yeah, it's great. It's and insane. It's, and and not to like because I don't the way I am is like I'm not talking trash. This is just the, the mm-hmm. facts. And at the end of the day, it's like when I was younger, I was on to like, oh, where's my dad? But like now I'm 29, like I'm kind of you know, I'm yeah. grown. I don't really care about that no more. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't think I would be where I'm at if my life didn't happen the way happen so and i'm really happy so mm-hmm. i'm okay with it but it's just so funny i mean like i'm a believer in god but you can even say the universe you know call god um you can say the universe mm-hmm. though it's like the universe doesn't reward you mm-hmm. when you don't do the right things so my dad left because my dad is also an actor he left to mm-hmm. go to new york and like because he felt like that's you know that's what he wanted to do mm-hmm. and he's still acting in new york on broadway but my mom stopped for like 13 years yeah to take, to, care, to of take care of me Aww. and then now we're and now she's flourishing doing crazy things like doing the work putting in a lot of good positive work yeah. and then you get paid back tenfold like 100%. besides that though, mm-hmm. that's just but as an actor mm-hmm. uh my um inspirations are not to be cliche because okay. i'll explain why but will smith mm-hmm. jim carrey I was like Eddie Murphy, Martin Lawrence, but I also would say Tupac too, not to be cliche. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'll, st- I'll just say, I won't say the reason why everybody, but for Will Smith, I would say that Will Smith is, his journey is what, what I want to do. 
It's like I'm a very comedic actor, but I can do everything. Yeah. So I don't want to be boxed in. So, you know, Will Smith can do Fresh Prince, and then he can play like a suave guy mm-hmm. in Bad Boys, and then he can play like really serious, mm-hmm. like Oscar worthy, like King Richard. Mm-hmm. You know, um, he can Pursuit do of Happiness. he can do Hitch and then do Pursuit of Happiness. Exactly. And I'm Legend. Like exactly. Yeah. And be everything. Mm-hmm. Be, be very a versatile. Sex symbol. Be a yeah. you know. A, he can impersonate well, yeah. you know, play an old guy, mm-hmm. a suave, you know, bad boys, Mike Lowry. He can be a comedian, Fresh Prince is hilarious, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That, so that's him, Jim Carrey is why I look up to them. When it comes to physical comedy, it's Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy. Mm-hmm. And like Jim Carrey is the same, like Ace Ventura to yeah. Eternal Sunshine of exactly. a Spotless Mind. Exactly. Are you kidding me? Or Truman yeah. Show. Yeah, or, it's yeah. insane. He, I, I love Jim Carrey and Will Smith. Do we think Will Smith is going to win an Oscar this oh, year? Absolutely. I think that on some political shit, I'm going to be pissed. Will. If he doesn't, because yeah. ain't no way you win Best Actor in every other award SAG, show. right, too? He yeah, was, SAG, okay. and he won two more today, I think. Yes, yeah. this was a level Critics' low. Choice. And, like, right? from what he's also talked about, and, we, I mean, we've even heard it from Venus and Serena and, like, yeah. the rest of the cast, too. It's, like, this was something where it wasn't even about perfecting the role and making him, like, so necessary. I mean, authenticity was huge. Yeah, and that was something really worked on. But for him, it was about capturing the spirit and the essence of who Richard really was. He really and so did. beyond, you know, maybe some physicality here and there, or some comedy here and there, or whatever, like he dedicated himself to this person yeah. and not just to to playing this role, yeah, this role and the story. And you can tell how much it meant to him, even when you're when you were watching it and and, you know, normally I see a lot of actors who do this kind of physical comedy and I'm like, you know what, maybe this other actor could have, they worked as hard, they could have pulled it off or they could have, you know, done the same, something similar yeah. or whatever. With this, I'm like, no one literally else could have played King Richard. Yeah. There's no other actor as gifted and as talented as Will Smith even could not have because of his commitment to just the raw yeah, he embraced identity of who this man was and wanting to tell, and wanting so bad to tell that story tell that and story. share that with the world. So that is 100% why he's I hope so. Then. I hope you're freaking right. I yeah. swear. The economy. Then, then it, we know it's some shit. Like yeah, like you know, like, you know, the Oscars yeah. is always like you know, it's just very political. And then, what about you, Madhu? What about inspirations? Comedically, I would say Kristen Wiig. For yes. whatever reason, I just there's something, and, and people have also bridesmaids. Told me, best movie yeah, there's just there's some kind of the movie. dry raw sarcasm. <laughs> she actually got me into Groundlings. I was doing Groundlings for a while. Can comedy. you explain what Groundlings is for people that don't Groundlings know? Groundlings is a there. So there are three really big improv schools. There's UCB, yeah. which is Upright Citizens Brigade. Then there's Groundlings, which is. Um, so UCB is more, um, I would say like situational comedy. Groundlings is very character heavy yeah. and character focused. And then we have the third one is second city, which is a lot more like political satire. Yep. type. And of that's comedy. Chicago's like OG. Chicago place, right? is like the headquarters, but I mean, it's big in LA. Yeah. Too. All three of them are big in LA and New York. And usually a lot of actors like they'll be, or like they'll be asked, like mm-hmm. you should go to one of those. But Groundlings always appealed to me because Kristen Wiig was, Kristen Wiig, I actually, my senior year of college, I, uh, we had a show case our bfa class and uh me and my friend carrie um we did the bridesmaids toast scene and actually this when you were talking about playing jazz and like being yourself it like a lot of times like when when something's so iconic in the world um you know people and you think as an actor and you want you you're either recreating a similar story like you're always going to be compared to that Mm -hmm. other or you're gonna you know there's like some standard that's like where you have to look or be or talk like this but actually what's so beautiful about replicating something is bringing your own authenticity to it and making it totally different and having people see it in a way that they never saw before so i think our showcase is really successful because me and perry kind of did our 
totally own thing with it and uh but it the inspiration came from Kristen Wiig and so I was like able to like relate to her rather than try to be her and emulate her so mm-hmm. um she's she's huge Meryl also kind of for the same reasons you're I mean, yeah. like just ability to just transform your entire physical she's literally thing. a shapeshifter yes yeah, yeah agreed yes. what is your day-to-day and what do you guys do like what's a normal Tuesday for you guys since the premiere of this fucking show, my life has changed so much mm-hmm. um, in the best way. Like, people ask me how you feel. I really don't know how. Like, I really go day to day. Yeah. Like, I saw a tweet the other day, and it was like, don't ask me my five-year plan. I live every day. In the moment. <laughs> like a cartoon character. Like, literally. I love that. And That's great. You know, I kind of rooted against the show. Like, mm-hmm. before I got the audition, I turned it down. I was like, what are they oh doing? God. A Fresh Prince reboot? Like what? Like this is my favorite show. I was the first one to know you got the job. That's true. I I literally, he was like, how do you know this? This isn't even in the trades yet. Dude, I know. My day-to-day changes now. Like the other day, I was like backstage with like Justin Bieber and Jaden and Willow. Oh, at his concert? Yeah. And was just- And then you were on Family Feud the other day? Just chop. It was, I think it was so weird because when you think about, okay, when I meet this person, how I'm going to be. Yeah. And it's just the opposite. Uh-huh. Like, it wasn't, like, on the fan. And I'm not calling them fans, mm-hmm. but they were more like, hey, bro, you on the... And I'm like, That's yeah. So cool. But at the same time, I'm like, I want to be like, oh, you're talking mm-hmm. about But it's like, nah, we're just chopping it up, having yeah. drinks. So my day-to-day, to answer your question, is so different. Mm-hmm. Like, with just people like, hey, dude, come to this or, or do this, you know? Yeah. My actual day-to-day is just playing a video game. But, like, when I'm playing a video game... <laughs> what game? Call of Duty, 2K, oh, Madden, God. FIFA... What about you? So similarly, as much as I could have a plan, as you might know, um, you know, today I was like, you texted, you, of course, ahead of time, we're like, all right, Monday, you texted us about yeah. Monday, we're doing this at exactly this time. Mm-hmm. And then even when we had to reschedule it by a few hours, you gave us a full advance notice of, okay, we're actually doing instead of 12, three, like, okay, great. So Monday, cool. Like, that's what I have. I'll probably like sleep in whatever. Of course, Friday comes around and I get three different emails from my agents and I have three different yeah. auditions now. And um, so today has actually turned into the most stressful day ever. And I didn't sleep in, which is something that I do actually love to do on a normal <laughs> yes, Tuesday. Normal um, more than Saturday, I actually work more on weekends than I do on weekdays. Uh, so so yeah, I I mean, there's the day is always changing. It's mm-hmm. it's just kind of 100%. about being just like when you're in front of the camera. It's about just being open and being like, all right, I'm free tomorrow, but you know, I might not. I be. might not be at all. So the show that I'm in is um really popular among young like mm-hmm. Gen, Gen Z, Gen yeah. Z, like just eats the shit up. And um, I remember what was really cool was I was in London for my cousin's wedding. It wasn't even in London. It was England. It was a suburb. And I remember it like basled in, in England, like mm-hmm. some random town. Like, I mean, I'm sure people there are really proud. Of <laughs> Sorry, if anyone Sorry to the citizens is, of Basildon. But anyway, I, you know, I'm like at some coffee shop with my dad and like, there are these kids that are just staring at me, you know, like, That's and I'm so just crazy. like, and I'm like, That's why do I look weird? So then they like, you know, come up to me and they're like, Oh, like, it's you, like, it's you, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted that to happen. Oh, I wanted you to do the voice. And I'm like, what? the accent. <laughs> and then I realized. Not me, not me. No, 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 you. No, you, you have yeah. to say it like that. You. you. Except you. it was more you. of a like country, like, yeah. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Her yes. chin just went up and yes. down. It did. Like I yodeling. Like, oh. um, no, and then it was cute. That's cool. Took some photos. But yeah, it's cool. The recognition, is, it's cool. It's like a little more, it's random for me. Like, because I don't expect, you know, some really young people. Yeah. Like, or, and then I see, like, I was walking down the promenade the other day and, like, someone, like, much older. Who I was like, she was like, oh, like, are you in that show? And I was like, she has to be talking about something else. Because I, yeah. like, you know, she's kids. In a way, you watch people this. watch the but like, yeah, it's just crazy. It surprised me. It's cool. And then, is fame know. is fame in that sense? Is it enticing to you guys? Do so you like- I tend to, you know, especially with you two, I we tend to joke about how like, oh, like why am I not famous or like whenever you know, yeah, having a birthday, like mm-hmm. oh, or like, God, thank God I'm famous or I'm gonna be famous, whatever you know. I we talk about fame like I I I talk about it kind of in a joking way. The ultimate goal isn't really fame. It's it's kind of going back to that point about Will Smith. It's about doing something that you know changes people changes mm-hmm. the world educates people about something that's really important to me and something that i believe is really important for the masses to appreciate and understand i think so i think it's enticing when it when it comes from something that really moved people beyond just like oh you're someone that everyone knows it's yeah. something that you know, it's it it feels really good when people appreciate your work and what you've done and are somehow affected or changed or their lives are changed for it for the better. You want them to be moved and inspired yeah. by you as well. Yeah. Right, right. And JJ, what about you? Is would, fame exciting? There's a lot of people who are cool with like it's like you either be rich or famous. People are like, I just want if I have money, I'm comfortable, all that stuff, I don't care about being seen. I'm the opposite. Like it's not about the money to me. And not in a crazy way, but like I want to be fucking noticed. Mm-hmm. I want people to be like, that's Jordan or Jones. Yeah. I, I really do. Yeah. Um, I think just because of who I am, I think I'm an attention whore. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just being, that's just honest. I, I, I enjoy it. I can kind of see where fame could get annoying. There's been a couple of times where I wasn't annoyed, but I was like, ah, I could see how people would be mm-hmm. annoyed. So like, you know. Can you I'm, tell us about one of those experiences? What is that? Yeah. So like, okay. So. Give you give you a perfect example. Oh my god, two perfect examples. We're in New York, and it was especially like if we're together because like the show is is so iconic. Fresh Prince, the show. Yeah. And so if we're playing Will and Jazz, and Will and Jazz are together, and they notice like sometimes I might be like, who is that? But if we're together, everybody like yeah comes up. <clears throat> we're having dinner, and everybody was coming up to us, taking pictures, all this stuff. Now I was like, this is new for me, so it's cool. But imagine if I actually was like just trying to have dinner. Mm-hmm. It was I just it's invasive. We wasn't even eating. Yeah. Like we didn't even eat for a while. Uh, another example. Oh my God, this is so this is so funny. Because we were laughing at it. But it's like, if this was down the line, mm-hmm. it would be crazy. So we were bowling. Mm-hmm. And we were bowling. And we are actually having a very serious conversation. Like an actual serious conversation. And not about acting or nothing like that. We were just having a serious conversation. Mm-hmm. But we're at the bar at Penn's on Ventura. So we're at the like, little bar. And this dude come up like on 10. Our conversation, we were at a 2. Like we were like, hey, bro. Like, oh, God. Like you guys could have been talking about death Anything. Like somebody in my family could have yeah. passed. And this dude came up. Boom. Yo, what's up, y'all? Oh, my God. I love y'all so much. Y'all, I got to. Hey, here go my clothing line. Hey, oh, tap God. in. This and this. And at the time, it's fine. But mm-hmm. I, I told him after. I was like, Imagine if it was really like, what if something bad like really happened? Mm-hmm. So I, in my head, that was the first time I started thinking about the times when I've met people. Just say like, just say you see Denzel at a dinner. You mm-hmm. know, I gotta say something to him. Yeah. And you say something to him, and he's cool with it and everything, but he's not. He doesn't give you the response that you thought mm-hmm. he would. Hey Denzel, hey what's up, man? Let's take a picture. And he doesn't. 
Yeah. And then now you walk away, you're like, yeah, I met Denzel. He was an asshole. Yeah. And it's so like, true. no, he wasn't. Yeah. Maybe he was talking about his cousin back, you know what I'm saying? Maybe he was and having dinner yes, with a loved one. Seriously. Yeah. And not that I responded that way, but I'm like, oh, this is crazy. Yeah. Anything. Could have got a text. It's really like, an oh, invasive profession, I feel yeah. like. it's Because it, there's so many upsides to it, especially when you do make it, quote unquote. But there, there's a lot of stuff that can happen that's just not, it doesn't yeah, seem like, like the great. Hate we were talking about earlier, yeah. you know, like, and being yeah. vulnerable and it's, or whatever, you know, people like, you just become a target in mm-hmm. that way too. Once I went, once I saw Daniel Radcliffe out at a bar and I'm like obsessed with Harry Potter, as you guys know. Of course, of course. And he, um, I went up to him because I was like, I have to do this. This is the one person in the world that I just really am like in love with. Like, I love this person. And I go up to him and I was like, can we get a picture? And he was like, Oh, I can't right now, but can I can I give you an autograph, blah blah blah? And I said, Yes. Anything yes. you can do. And I pulled out a parking ticket I got. He I literally love I love he you. signed the parking ticket. I never paid that shit. Put it in a frame. Literally put it in a frame and have it framed at my dad's Daniel house. Ragland. Love him. And he was the nicest guy ever. And I walked away from that experience being so grateful. I like made a whole Instagram post about it. So instead of being mad that exactly. you don't want to what do you consider to be your moment where you look in the mirror and say, mama, I've made it unless you already uh, have. No, I mean like, not that I think that the mama I've made it, but like there's certain things that like you, you look forward to in life. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when those things happen, you're like, damn, I mean, this was kind of sometimes, uh, Simone on, on the show who plays Lisa, she says this all the time. She'd be like, the thing about dreams is you have to get new dreams. Mm-hmm. So it's like, not saying that there's no pinnacle, but like, I've crossed out a lot of shit that is in my mind. I was like, oh, I want to do that. Yeah. Like, I want, you know, Family Feud is crazy. And then, like, I, I just get invited to it. I was like, oh, shit. So now I'm on Family Feud. And I, okay, well, I can't look forward to that anymore. Yeah. I already did it. I'm going to yeah. be on Wild and Out. Move too. the goalpost. You're yeah. going to, wait, I'm gonna you're going to be on Wild, Wild and, and Out? out? Wait, you are you going to be, like, doing the battle? Like, Probably. I mean, <gasps> but, the, but the way that I'm what? on it is the way that I want it to be on it. And so it's like, mm-hmm. it's weird. It's kind of it's like when you finally get something that you've been wanting for so long, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh. Not like, oh, it's bad or anything. It's or, like, oh, that's it's great, but... It's just like, damn, it actually is happening now? And then Nick Cannon, like, interviewed. And then Angela Yee mm-hmm. is all part of the show. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God, my boyfriend loves you. She was like, okay, give me your, uh, like, contact. What? And I'm like, really? And she's like, yeah, we're trying to get you on the show. And I'm like, not that I never thought I was going to be on The Reference Club, but this is something yeah. I listen to all the time. Yeah. Like, this is what It's weird to put yourself in that position. Like, now you're on the other end of it. Yeah. So I don't want to cool. say I've made it, because... Even this is happening right mm-hmm. now, and I'm like, I don't feel like I made it. I feel like I've made it when I'm just continuously. I'll, I'll say this. I feel like I've made it when I don't have to audition anymore. Yeah. Hell yeah. There's this kind of drive as an actor to always grow and transform yep. and change and be able to tell that next story and do mm-hmm. that next big thing. So I feel like making it is like, I don't know. I don't think that there's ever a point that you reach where you feel that way, but there is like that kind of comfort in knowing that you're making it by just committing to it and always sticking to it and heading in that direction of always wanting to grow and get better there's other things that in your in your journey as an artist too like there's so many other experiences and influences that haven't happened yet that are gonna even change what you believe and what you want like it's it's kind of just about growing and changing it's like you know the pisces Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yes yeah thank you for bringing it back in you know so it's like thank you for tying it back we're never done we never stop we're not stagnant like the water doesn't just stop the oceans yeah you're always moving as we do wrap up today i want you guys to give the best piece of advice you've ever received to aspiring actors listening in 
I can't say anything because everyone's journey is so different in this profession, in this field. There's no right way. There's no ladder. There's no steps you take. You don't take the LSAT, go to law school, take the LSAT and get your, you know, yeah, it's like some people show up in a room and they they just are that role. And now it's like with the digital age that we're in, there are people that just like Issa Rae, like go out of their way to like make a web series. Herself out there and puts herself on TV and like everyone's journey is different and the biggest thing that they say is like you just have to work hard there's no there's no way to even define that like working hard means I guess just you're doing everything you can in your day and night to push yourself towards your goal if you feel like you're not doing that enough then you're not gonna I would say my piece of advice now always stick with me uh Jimmy Ivey he uh, was on this documentary with Dr. Dre. I forgot what it was called, but uh, he had the greatest advice ever, dude. He was like, when you watch a horse race, um, the horses have like blinders on. Mm-hmm. And they have blinders on because if they look left or right, they'll like miss a step, fall, break their leg, now the mm-hmm. rider's dead, all that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And he said, that's how you have to go through life in your journey. Because especially with this day and age and like social media, and even like, I'm a, I'm a culprit of this, but like, you know, you look on Instagram and you only see the good things. So I look at somebody my age doing what I'm doing. I'm like, oh, I can do that. And not that I'm depressed, but yep. it's depressing to be like, oh, I should be out there doing it. Why didn't I? Now you're overthinking. Imposter syndrome. Exactly. There, there it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, when you go through life and your journey, have your fucking blinders on. Yeah. Like, don't worry about the next person. If you're in front of the other person, mm-hmm. just look at the finish line. You're in the profession yep. of no. Well, the majority of the time, we're getting no's. The majority right. the of the time. The more you get rejected, the closer you are. So the more you get your nose, the law of game. averages. I yeah. was just about to say this. It's it really crazy. Is. We think the same. Yeah. Pisces. 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 I was about to say Synchronicity. the law of averages. The more no's you get, the closer you get to your yep. yes. So be thankful for the no's. Just don't stop. Yeah. What's for you is for you. Nobody yeah. can take it. And we will close out today with that. Thank you for joining us in this special Pisces episode. Happy belated birthday, JJ. Thank you. Thank you. Happy almost birthday, Medulica, which is on Friday. Pisces season, guys. We are out, and we will see you next time on When Stars Align. Gang!